There are a couple sure things for the Arizona Cardinals heading into camp and a bunch of question marks heading into camp. Who falls under which category? I'm going to hit it all. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Giddy up! You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Ooh, got over the sickness. Feel good. Back to five days a week. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Once again, I'm your host, Alex Clancy. Thank you for following, tweeting, everything, commenting, subscribing, uh, any and everything you do every day. I appreciate. We get in arguments. We agree. I'm good with it. I just want to enrich your lives with Arizona Cardinals content that makes you think, that sometimes aggravates you, that sometimes makes you smile. I want to be a part of your life every day as it pertains to the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I've got some other thoughts. Hot dogs. I can have debates on just food in general. I'd be happy to discuss. But by all accounts, for these 25 minutes a day, it's Arizona Cardinals talk. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, camp is upon us. Veterans report early next week, rookies report later this week. And there are a lot of question marks surrounding this organization. I'm going to talk about who the sure things are, whether it be players or position groups as a whole, and the not so sure things players or position groups or both. I'm going to hit them both. But first, listen, we need to talk about this Rodney Hudson thing. This Rodney Hudson thing should be talked about a lot more than it currently is. Okay. And I I know that it's more beneficial to look at the positive of things. And I, I try to do so as much as humanly possible. It's interesting though, with, how things have happened since the end of the 2021 season, where, you know, the Cardinals made the playoffs, so that's a plus. Won 11 games, that's a plus. But since the end of the season, regardless of how it ended, Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury got contract extensions, juicy ones. Chandler Jones left. Christian Kirk left. Chase Edmonds left. Jordan Hicks left. And the Cardinals added two three free agents that were that who played on other teams last year four and they traded for Hollywood Brown in the first round drafted Trey McBride in the second tight end and all the while in the background there were reports that they knew that Rodney Hudson was mulling retirement and I understand that with Kyler Murray wanting a new deal with this offense sputtering out at times towards the second half of the last two seasons that you wanted to tip the scale in the favor of the offense because, in my opinion, the defense has been the strength of this team since Kyler Murray was drafted. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I just think it's more of a fact and opinion at this point. So 
adding firepower on the offensive side of the ball is understandable and also parallel to that time. The Cardinals have no present or future plan that we know of at the center position. So what this does for me, in my opinion, is brings us back to 2020 when Steve Kime chose to draft Isaiah Simmons over Tristan Wirfs or over Jedrick Wills, over Mekhi Becton. The latter two have had more injury concerns. Tristan Wirfs jumped out and got a 26-mile lead in a marathon with, you know, with his all-pro fringe, you know, the highest-ranked uh, offensive tackle to play in a Super Bowl. I think it was something like that. It just kind of brings me back to that time where it's, I'm not sure what the plan is, but it doesn't link up with what the Cardinals need at that given time. And I feel like at this point, protecting Kyler Murray is the most important thing. That It's the most important thing, whether he is 6'5 or Muggsy Bogues. Protecting the quarterback is the most important thing on the offensive side of the ball in football. I'd much rather have an A offensive line and a D skill position group than vice versa. Not everybody can do what Russell Wilson did in Seattle. And Russell Wilson, he Byron leftwiched it through the second part of one season where he had like a broken ankle that he played on every game. Like not everybody can do that. The reason why it bothers me a little bit extra is because Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa, he was there for the Cardinals to take. He was there for the Cardinals to take at 23. The future of the position of center for the Cardinals could have been had for a first-round pick. Could have been had. And they passed. Trading for Hollywood Brown, I've never said it's a, it was a bad move, ever. I understand it. I get it. But in the time and place and what it cost, that's the thing that kind of has me scratching my head. So circling back to Ronnie Hudson and his potential retirement and the Cardinals having zero plan. It's like, oh, well, we don't know about it yet. So maybe, like, listen, thinking positively is important. The, oh, we don't know the plan, so they could still have a plan. Let's just wait and see what the plan is. I get that line of thinking, 100%. And I also think that they could have done a whole lot before July 18th, 10 days before veterans report to camp. They could have had a plan now. It's not like this, oh, it's time time and he'll figure something out. What if you figure something out before? What if you don't procrastinate? I've equated Steve Kime to being a student who procrastinates all semester, crams, and gets a C- minus on the final and passes. That's what I see Steve Kime as. Doesn't do his due diligence early. Doesn't do anything in free agency early. Hasn't done extremely well in the draft over the years. But then he you know, makeshifts a roster that works for a time and then... It doesn't if, if one piece falls out of play. I'm not saying that's going to happen this year at all, but I feel like it should be more concerning than it is 
in the grand scheme of what people are talking about regarding Rodney Hudson's plan and the Cardinals' contingency plan, not just for 2022, but for the future. Alex Lanty, Locked on Cardinals. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Free and available on all platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're ramping up, baby. I'm so excited for the 2022 season. Camp is upon us. Then you're going to have a little bit of a lull. Then there's, I mean, preseason football is right around the corner. Preseason football is right around the corner. Oh, and just time counter-wise, 50, 51, 52, 53. Day 54. Since Steve Kime went on, Pat McAfee said Kyler Murray is the future of the organization. Kyler Murray still doesn't have a contract. 54 days since. Alex Lanty locked on Cardinals. What are the sure things going into camp for the Arizona Cardinals and on into the 2022 NFL season? I'll talk about it next. Locked on Cardinals first. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. They've been around with us forever, man. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL. Well, listen. We made it through the NHL playoffs, okay? We were going through Major League Baseball. Right now, tonight, six hours away, one of the best spectacles in sports still. Home run derby, baby. Dodger Stadium, Chavez Ravine. I mean, Pete Alonso's got my money. I mean, beat him, okay? Beat him, and then you can talk. But betonline.net, they've got you covered. Okay, it's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online. Where the game starts. All right. Second segment, Locked On Cardinals. Listen, Alex Clancy, follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Listen, before I get into what I want to talk about, Daniel, you're right. Daniel Roberts says, let me get my damn graphic off the thing. 46 mil a year for Kyler is good. No protection for him is er odd. It's about right there, kind sir. Danny R. I agree. Um, which NFL stars move the betting line the most starting today? Locked On gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers at Bet Online. Available July 18th today on Locked On NFL, wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. That countdown is so fun. That countdown, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. What players move the lines the most, according to our friends at Bet Online? Listen, the countdown, you're going to want to check that out in the Locked On NFL, wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Sure things, not so sure things going into camp and on into the 2020 NFL season. I feel like at this point, we know what the sure things are going to be. And I'm not going to put them in any order. And I'm not going to I'm not going to uh, centralize around a player or a position group. I'm going to do a mishmash of all of them. Because in every sense of the word, a sure thing can be a group or can be a specific player. And I'm going to start with, we're going to remove Kyler Murray out of this, okay? This is the Kyler Murray-less rule. The surest thing for me on the Arizona Cardinals roster is Buda Baker. He's the surest thing for me. If DeAndre Hopkins played all 17 weeks, if he wasn't suspended for the first six, 
he'd probably be tied with Buda Baker. Death taxes Buda Baker. Those are sure things for the Arizona Cardinals. He's the leader of the defense. He's an absolute missile. He's finally getting recognized as one of the better safeties, I guess, compared, uh, you know, depending on the list, Touchdown Wire had him an honorable mention of the top 13 safeties in the NFL, not listed. Uh, Buda Baker is the surest of the sure things for me with Kyler Murray removed going into the 2022 season. Okay. Another sure thing for me is the tight end group. And this is going to look a little different because we don't know what it's going to look like. Trey McBride, the dude's a baller. He's George Kittle light. If he can turn into 75% of what George Kittle is, the Arizona Cardinals hit a home run with their second round pick. Zach Ertz, consistent as gravity. Still getting over a little cough. Um, consistent as gravity. So when you have both of them and Max Williams with the able to chip, the ability to chip, I'm sure there's going to be a package for Zach for, for Max Williams. Out of nowhere, he's gonna he's gonna scurry his little tippy toes into the end zone. Those three have me confident, not only with pass catching, but blocking, that they're going to be a sure thing going into the 2022 season, which will act as a huge catalyst to hopefully be able to sure up Hollywood Brown for some one-on-one coverage, sure up DeAndre Hopkins when he comes back, hopefully allow Rondell Moore to show his potential. The tight end group, <clears throat> another sure thing going into the 2022 NFL camp and then into the 2022 NFL season. And then the tackles. They've earned this. And by sure thing, I'm not talking about A+. I'm not talking about all pro. I'm not necessarily talking about Pro Bowl. I'm talking about things that players or position groups that you can set and forget. DJ Humphreys and Kelvin Beecham as the bookends to this offensive line are as sure of things that the NFL has. They're not all pro. DJ Humphreys was an alternate for, for left tackle for pro bowl. And Kelvin Beecham is one of the best signings and retention signings that Steve Kime has made. I don't think he's ever made more than two and a half million dollars in a year with an Arizona Cardinal. He's been great on the right side of the line. Josh Jones is hoping for playing time. Because Kelvin Beecham has played so well. That's another sure thing for me going into the 2022 season. And the last one is the special teams guys. Matt Prater, Andy Lee. Thank you, Daniel. Exactly. Matt Prater and Andy Lee probably are second on this list. You know, you could argue that they're first on this list. And the, the list isn't in any order. But I said Buda Baker is probably the surest thing. Andy Lee and Matt Prater are probably the surest things going into the 2022 season. Consistent as gravity. Praterade? Praterade? Praterade. Okay? And Andy Lee is, you know, old faithful, man. One of the best punters to ever do it. Buda Baker, tight end group, the tackles, Praterade, and Andy Lee. 
Those are the sure things going into the 2022 NFL season and camp right before it. The not so sure things. You could call these X factors, but I won't right now because not all of them are. These are the you hope, but you're not sure. You wish, and it would make so much impact on this roster if they were, but you're not sure. And there's a wavering little spectrum between liability and X factor. And all of these players or position groups fit somewhere in that spectrum. And it's going to be fascinating to find out one way or the other where they land or if they turn into sure things midway through the season. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. I'm going to rip it next. First, Dave, D-A-V-E. For, for who said I couldn't spell Dave? I can't remember what's in the comments. Thank you, YouTube. Um, I can spell it D-A-V-E. Dave is a banking app that can help you get up to 500 bucks instantly with extra cash. That's the finish line. I'm going to Tarantino now. Level with me, okay? We've all been in a situation where we need some we need some cheese. Just really quick. We're tight on cash, and maybe you can only afford a gallon gas, but you need five gallons to get across town or whatever it may be. That's where Dave can help. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. Now, Dave can help you. And as I mentioned, this is how. It's a banking app. You can get 500 bucks instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have downloaded the Dave app to get financial relief when they need it with extra cash. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. See, I get spelled it. I spelled it again. Sign up for, for an extra cash account. Get up to $500 inst- instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve member FDIC. All right. Final segment, Locked on Cardinals live edition. It's Monday. Thanks for bearing with me. Was super under the weather from Thursday through this weekend. Finally feeling better. Back to five days a week from now through the regular season and hopefully into the playoffs. I will be doing a live halftime show at halftime of every Arizona Cardinals game. You can find me, join the crew. It's going to be fun. We're going to talk a lot of Cardinals this offseason, through the season, hopefully into a double-digit win season. Kyler Murray getting paid. Cliff Kingsbury taking that step forward. The Arizona Cardinals offense being top three, top five in the NFL. Those are all things that we are hoping for, and there's only one way we're going to find out is sit on our happy butts and watch it happen. So, Camp is soon. Rookies report later this week. Uh, uh, Veterans report early next week. The sure things going into camp and into the 2022 season for me, Buda Baker, the tight end group, the tackle group, and and special teams guys, Matt Prater and Andy Lee. Those are my sure things. Things you can set and forget and worry about other things. These are said things that are not so sure things. These are players or position groups that you're not so sure you can rely upon with their current position, okay? Number one, not in any order, but number one for me is Hollywood Brown. And it's not that this is closer to the X factor on the spectrum, okay? We don't know what Hollywood Brown's going to look like in this offense. We do know 
that we're going to find out crash course wise through the first six weeks with DeAndre Hopkins on the shelf and Hollywood Brown as a de facto wide receiver one. We're going to find out pretty quickly what the Hollywood Brown and Kyler Murray connection is going to look like. Part de five years removed or four years removed from the last time they pitched and catched on, on, on a football field, 2018 in Oklahoma. I'm not so sure because there's so many weighted expectations for many different reasons, a couple of which aren't Hollywood Brown's fault. One is they traded a first-round pick for him. I know they got a third-round pick back, but some said that the first-round pick could have been utilized elsewhere. <clears throat> Tyler Linderbaum, if Rodney Hudson potentially retires, there's a lot of weight on that trade because it's time-sensitive. If Hollywood Brown puts up 80 catches and 1,500 yards and 10 touchdowns this year, he's not going to want to play on his fifth year of his rookie-scale deal in 2023. So they're going to have to pay him immediately after trading for him. And if the floor is a little bit lower than you expected, then you're going to have awkward conversations going into 2023. I'm never worried about the peaks for Hollywood Brown. He's extremely talented. Okay, He's one of the fastest guys in the league. He does have some dropsy problems, but... He and Kyler Murray should equal a lot of success, a lot of fun, a lot of electricity, and a lot of damage from opposing defenses and defensive coordinators. That's what you hope. I'm looking more at his week-to-week floor, his week-to-week average, than when he pops off for eight catches, 200 yards, and three touchdowns twice next year. I'm not worried about that because you know that's going to happen at some point. It's the week-in-week-out against really good defenses. They're going to try and blanket him with double coverage or a spy over the top. You're hoping that he's not going to have a lot of three for 19s or three for 27s with four targets. And he's going to have five for 60s, five for 70s, five for 80s every week, keeping defenses on if keeping defenses tired, which opens up the rest of the treasure trove that the Cardinals have on offense. But he's a not so sure because we don't know what he's going to look like in this offense. And we don't know, honestly, if Cliff Kingsbury is going to know how to use him properly. We just don't know. Because the guys like him in the past, Rondo Moore, Andy Isabella, not comparing the not comparing those two to to Rondo Moore whatsoever to uh, Hollywood Brown whatsoever. That type of player, he hasn't been able to utilize to their utmost potential yet. And hopefully, with the elevated talent that that Hollywood Brown brings, it will be a non-issue. But it's just something to keep an eye on. Okay, I could do three hours on these two guys. Another not so sure going into camp and into the 2022 season, is Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons. Should they be grouped together? No. Should they be on the same team? Maybe not. Should either of them be on the Arizona Cardinals? Not sure. But what Steve Keim has done is drafted two extremely smart, extremely talented, extremely athletic, big dudes to play inside linebackers alongside each other. Safety net, gone with Jordan Hicks. Gone. So now, in the middle of this defense, the Arizona Cardinals are 100% relying on Zayvon Collins to take that step from year one to year two, and Isaiah Simmons to become a fringe pro bowler. Now, he's shown enough flashes, as I call the oh my God moments. Isaiah Simmons has shown plenty of them over his first couple years in the NFL. Okay, now it's time for the potency factor to emerge to skyrocket, and for him to become a fringe pro bowler and somebody that is schemed for by opposing offenses. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's what you need Isaiah Simmons to become. He's another more on the X-factor side. Zayvon Collins is more on the 
Is he ready to play at the NFL level when all eyes are looking at him? And I don't know. That's not a rhetorical question. We'll see what happens. But one of the biggest not-so-sures going into 2022 are the kids in the middle of the defense, Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons. Let's see if they can emerge and become the heartbeat of this defense, which will make everybody's lives easier. If Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons can take that step forward, this defense can skyrocket up the rankings. This cannot be understated. That if Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons both take their respective steps forward, this defense could be absolutely feared. You know why? Takes the pressure off the corners. Takes the pressure off Buda Baker. Takes the pressure off Marcus Golden a little bit to, to perform. And maybe most importantly, it takes the pressure off Cam Thomas and Jai Sanders to perform as rookies. They are the beginning of the ripple effect. Buda Baker is already accounted for by opposing defenses. Byron Murphy probably is because he's the de facto CB1. J.J. Watt in name and just impact only, he's accounted for by opposing offenses. But that's it. There are eight other players on this roster on defense that aren't necessarily schemed around by opposing offenses now that Chandler Jones is gone. That needs to be understood. There are not many players on this defense right now that warrant or merit a game plan built around them. And if Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons can take that step, it is a complete and utter joker game changer for the game of cards that is this Cardinals defense. And that cannot be understated enough. I am on the Isaiah Simmons train. I'm on the Isaiah Simmons. He will be a pro bowler in the next two years. I truly believe that that's going to happen. Two more not-so-sures going into camp and the end of the regular season. I mean, the offensive line, the interior of the offensive line, I think it goes without saying, without Rodney Hudson, this offensive line interior is bad. It's below average. Let's say that. It's it's not great. We saw what happened without Rodney Hudson five games last year. Kyler Murray sacked 10 times. The Cardinals went two and three. They averaged 16 points per game in the five games that Ky, the, in the losses when Rodney Hudson wasn't on the field. They averaged 34 points per game in the wins. And the defense accounted for six turnovers and six sacks that led the offense to short fields, easy scores. And I'm only looking at the losses because when the Cardinals needed points and Ronnie Hudson wasn't on the field, they couldn't get them. And one of those was a loss to the Detroit Lions on the road when the Cardinals desperately needed a win. And the other one was on Christmas against Colts when 98% of their good players were out. The other not so sure going into the 2022 season or well, on camp before Rondell Moore, James Connor, Byron Murphy for different reasons than the rest. Byron Murphy, do it again and improve. Do it again and improve. That's the not so sure. Is he a CB1? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. This year we will find out. So you're not sure. You're not sure. This isn't a good or bad thing. We're just not sure. Rondell Moore, are those oh my God moments going to become more potent? Can he become, like if Rondell Moore pops, this offense could be like no baloney sauce. 
if Kyler Murray has protection and Rondell Moore pops off, this offense could be the best offense in the NFL. Truly, truly it could. And I don't think, like, that's not, it could. They've got all the weapons, all of them. Imagine having A.J. Green as your fifth option. A 6'4 dude is one of the best red zone threats we've seen in the last 20 years. That's a truthful possibility if Rondell Moore pops off. We just don't know if it's going to happen. And then James Conner, this is more on a on a, a curve The not so sure. We need to remove ourselves from the possibility that James Conner will replicate what happened last year. I'm not saying it won't happen again. I'm saying his usage, even though he just got paid, in my opinion, needs to go down. And if it goes down and the Cardinals still score the same amount of points they did last year or a little bit more, that means that the rest of the offense is humming when it wasn't last year. And that's a spot you want to get to. You do not want to rely on James Conner as being the most important offensive skill position player not named Kyler Murray. You don't want to. You've shown that you could, but down the stretch when he was the option, look at what happened. The receivers need to be the first option with the Cardinals as to be the most important spot, be the most important players. With James Conner, Drew Williams, and maybe some Eno sprinkled in there. Sprinkled in there? I don't think sprinkled is a word. Sprinkled in there? That's where you want to be. You don't want James Conner touching the ball more than 60, 65% of the time with running back touches. You want him fresh week one through week 17, obviously on, 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 a, on, a, spec, on a curve there because everybody is hobbled by the end of the year. You do not want to have to rely upon James Conner to be the most important player on offense, not named Kyler Murray, from a skill position sense. And that's why the not-so-sure-what-his-role-is-going-to-be, that's why the not-so-sure is there for James Conner with this moniker in this part of Lockdown Cardinals Live on a Monday. We've talked about a lot today. Rodney Hudson, think about it a lot. It's the most important storyline of the offseason. Kyler Murray should get a deal. That's the most important storyline of the offseason. Not that the defense is taking a huge step back. Rodney Hudson. The sure things. Talked about him last segment. The not-so-sure things. You know, head, headliners, Isaiah Simmons and Zavin Collins, can they take that, that step forward? They are going to be the difference between the Arizona Cardinals being a bottom third defense and a top third defense. And we're going to find out pretty quickly what they bring to the table through camp and into the regular season. Alex Lancey, Locked on Cardinals. Thank you so much for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. I will talk to you tomorrow.